No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where all the people work together to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, concentrating on the section closest to his house. It's a great example for how we build the kingdom of God. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Nehemiah chapter 3 on Simply the Bible. In this chapter, we are given the names of all the people who rebuilt the wall in Jerusalem. Now, while they are meaningless to us, this was such an important project that God has recorded their names and their work in Scripture. I would suggest that you search online for a diagram of this Jerusalem wall built by Nehemiah. Now, as we read the account, I will point out the things that made their work so successful. Nehemiah chapter 3. Then Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brethren, the priests, and built the sheep gate. They consecrated it and hung its doors. They built as far as the Tower of the Hundred and consecrated it. Then as far as the Tower of Hananel, next to Eliashib, the men of Jericho built, and next to them, Zachar, the son of Imri, built. Nehemiah's account begins along the north wall at the Sheep Gate. It then continues counterclockwise to the west all around Jerusalem, ending at the same place where it begins. Sheep for the temple sacrifices entered through the Sheep Gate. It was near the Pool of Bethesda, which archaeologists have discovered. The first point here is that everyone works on the wall. Priests, nobles, perfumers, goldsmiths, leaders, daughters, temple servants, and merchants are all named. No one was discriminated against and no one was exempt. Also, the sons of Hassaniah built the fish gate and they laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. And next to them, Merimoth, the son of Urijah, the son of Kaz, made repairs. Next to them, Mishulam, the son of Berechiah, the son of Meshezebel, made repairs. Next to them, Zadok, the son of Baana, made repairs. Next to them, Tekoites made repairs. But their nobles did not put their shoulders to the work of their Lord. It is thought that the fish gate derived its name from its proximity to the fish market. Everyone in this chapter is given honorable mention except the nobles or leaders of the Tikkaites. Now the NIV translates verse 5, their nobles would not put their shoulders to the work under their supervisors. These leaders were insubordinate. It's sad but true that sometimes the people who should be most supportive, who should be lifting the arms of their overseers, aren't fully committed to the work. And such half-heartedness always decreases morale. So the second point is that whatever we do, we should do it wholeheartedly. Knowing the good works we are called to do, are we doing them with all of our heart? Are we putting our shoulders into the work? Are we submitting to those who are over us? In fact, it is the Lord we are serving. Moreover, Jehoiada, the son of Paseah, 
and Misholem, the son of Bezadiah, repaired the old gate. They laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. And next to them, Melatiah, the Gibeonite, Jadon, the Miranothite, the men of Gibeon and Mizpah, repaired the residence of the governor of the region beyond the river. Next to him, Uzael, the son of Harhiah, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs. Also next to him, Hananiah, one of the perfumers, made repairs, and they fortified Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. And next to them, Rephaiah, the son of Hur, leader of half the district of Jerusalem, made repairs. Next to them, Jediah, the son of Harumaph, made repairs in front of his house. And next to him, Hadash, the son of Hashabniah, made repairs. The old gate is also known as the Mishnah gate. We see that Jediah made repairs in front of his house. It was wise for Nehemiah to assign people to the area of the wall nearest to their house for at least three reasons. First, it's human nature to take the best care of your own property. Now, while they didn't own the wall, it would be known by all of their neighbors that they did it, and so they wouldn't want to be embarrassed by doing a poor job. Second, by assigning them their own section of the wall nearest their house, it kept them from meddling in somebody else's section of the wall. And third, the enemy would attack at the weakest section of the wall. Need I say more? So the third point is to stay focused on your section of the wall. In other words, stay in your lane. Malchijah, the son of Harem, and Hashab, the son of Pehath-Moab, repaired another section, as well as the Tower of the Ovens. And next to him was Shalom, the son of Halohesh, leader of half the district of Jerusalem. He and his daughters made repairs. Not much is known about the Tower of the Ovens, although some believe it was connected to Baker's Street, where there would have been many baking ovens. Now, I love this account of Shalom. Evidently, he didn't have any sons, but he did have daughters, and they worked by his side on the wall. There are many women who have excelled in areas not normally considered to be women's work because they were encouraged by their father or their husband. Hanan and the inhabitants of Zenoah repaired the valley gate. They built it, hung its doors, with its bolts and bars, and repaired a thousand cubits of the wall as far as the refuse gate. Now, those guys got to it. The valley gate is where Nehemiah's nighttime inspection tour began and ended. It was on the southwest corner of Jerusalem. The refuse gate was used for the disposal of garbage, rubbish, and dung, and it was then dumped into the Hinnom Valley below the city. This is also known as the Dung Gate. Malchijah, the son of Rechab, leader of the district of Bethhacharem, repaired the refuse gate. He built it and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. The only section of Nehemiah's original wall believed to still exist was discovered in 2007 just outside the Dung Gate and old city walls facing the Mount of Olives. Shalon, the son of Calhoza, leader of the district of Mizpah, repaired the fountain gate. 
He built it, covered it, hung its doors with its bolts and bars, and repaired the wall of the pool of Shelah by the king's garden, as far as the stairs they go down from the city of David. After him, Nehemiah, the son of Azbuk, leader of half the district of Bethzer, made repairs as far as the place in front of the tombs of David, to the man-made pool, and as far as the house of the mighty. Now, the pool of Shelah is also known as the pool of Shiloh or the pool of Siloam in the New Testament. This was fed by Hezekiah's water tunnel. The house of the mighty is thought to have been the barracks of David's elite soldiers known as the mighty men. After him, the Levites under Rehum, the son of Bani, made repairs. Next to him, Hashabiah, the leader of the half-district of Keilah, made repairs for his district. After him, their brethren under Bavi, the son of Henadad, leader of the other half of the district of Keilah, made repairs. And next to him, Ezer, the son of Jeshua, the leader of Mizpah, repaired another section in front of the ascent to the armory at the buttress. After him, Baruch, the son of Zabai, carefully repaired the other section from the buttress to the door of the house of Eliashib, the high priest. After him, Merimoth, the son of Urijah, the son of Kaz, repaired another section from the door of the house of Eliashib to the end of the house of Eliashib. Notice how often they repaired the section of wall near their own house. And after him, the priests, the men of the plain, made repairs. After him, Benjamin and Hashab made repairs opposite their house. After them, Azariah, the son of Maaseah, the son of Ananiah, made repairs by his house. After him, Benui, the son of Henadad, repaired another section from the house of Azariah to the buttress, even as far as the corner. Palal, the son of Uzai, made repairs opposite the buttress and on the tower which projects from the king's upper house that was by the court of the prison. After him, Pediah, the son of Parash, made repairs. Moreover, the Nethanim, who dwelt in Ophel, made repairs as far as the place in front of the water gate toward the east and on the projecting tower. After them, the Tikoites repaired another section next to the great projecting tower and as far as the wall of Ophel. The Nethanim had been appointed by David and the leaders to serve the Levites. They lived near the water gate leading to the Gihon Spring and were likely water carriers. Beyond the horse gate, the priests made repairs, each in front of his own house. After them, Zadok, the son of Immer, made repairs in front of his own house. The horse gate may have been where horses entered the palace area. After him, Shemaiah, the son of Shechaniah, the keeper of the east gate, made repairs. After him, Hananiah, the son of Shelemiah, and Hanan, the sixth son of Zalaph, repaired another section. After him, Meshulam, the son of Berechiah, made repairs in front of his dwelling. The east gate was directly east of the temple area. After him, Malchijah, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs as far as the house of the Nethanim and of the merchants in front of the Mifkad gate and as far as the upper room at the corner. 
and between the upper room at the corner as far as the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and the merchants made repairs. The Mifkad gate is also translated the inspection gate where soldiers were likely drafted for military service. And this brings us back to where we began at the sheep gate on the north side of the city. This was a highly effective plan that enabled the Jews to finish the wall in 52 days. And it shows us what can be accomplished when everyone works wholeheartedly and stays focused on their section of the wall. May God help us to apply these principles so that we may be as successful in our work for the kingdom. Because God is keeping our names and the record of our works. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. If you have questions or comments, please call or text us at 208-319-4860. That's 208-319-4860. Tomorrow, we'll see where the Jews face much opposition from their enemies and discouragement. But Nehemiah strategically responds so that the work on the wall continues. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Nehemiah on Simply the Bible.